Hello, and welcome to the NPRD podcast with nurse practitioner and registered dietitian Robin Kivit. Eating disorders, body image, medicine, they are all interconnected. But with so many programs, techniques, and advice to choose from, it's easy to be overwhelmed. Robin, with more than 25 years of experience as a nurse practitioner and registered dietitian, offers help and hope for everyone, families, children, and adults. Along with veteran talk show host and good friend, Jordan Rich, Robin invites you to learn much more right here on the NPRD Podcast. Hi there, this is Robin with another episode of the NPRD. Today we have a very special guest, Robin Goldberg, a dietitian and certified eating disorders registered dietitian supervisor. Robin published her first book, The Eating Disorder Trap, which was released in the spring of 2020 and is the most phenomenal guide for clinicians, you know, loved ones who have folks struggling with eating disorders, and then for clinicians who really need to learn more about that. So thank you, Robin, for joining us. Thank you for inviting me my Robin Squared. We're Robin Squared because Robin Goldberg and myself, I um, spell my name with a Y and so do, is your middle name Lynn? Yes. Okay, thank you. That's like Robin Double Squared. Yep. Oh, you're the same? <laughs> yeah. I never knew that. I yeah, yeah. L-Y-N-N. Yes, yes. Gosh, what were the stars? Yeah, yeah, we are. Both eating disorder registered dietitians, your supervisor. And so... You have been hard at work, not just with your book, but with your own podcast. And I just would love to hear what brought you to write this book. Like, this is huge. So tell us. Thank you. So I had decided, Robin, if I was ever going to write a book in my career, I wanted to write a book that was different from all the other books in our field, because I feel like I own everyone's book and support all our colleagues, but it really took me a long time to think about what I wanted my book to be. So whether I'm late to the party or not, after being in practice for 24 years, here I am with my book. And I had thought, you know what, I wanted a book that doesn't just single out clinicians Mm. or healthcare providers or coaches or family members. I really wanted a book that can embody all people and written in a basic manner that you don't have to have a PhD in our area to mm-hmm. understand it. So that was the first thing I thought long and hard about. And and then I thought, well, you know what, there's so many wonderful health care providers in our field, many that have known me my entire career or many years of it that have been great mentors and and friends, I thought it, it would add more credibility to be able to have, like I have a you know, medical chapter, so mm-hmm. I have four fantastic, well-known eating disorder physicians, and then, you know, the fourth section of the book, I get into, you know, the mind of right. the eating disorder, and I thought, okay, I wanted to have two, you know, great mental health care providers, so I thought I want to do something different, and, you know, so many of the terms and topics in our field are not always easy to understand unless you're in the field. So, you know, the way I 
think of this as, you know, I grew up, my brother collected comic books. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like comic books were a great way to understand what the message was of whatever the topic was. I had decided, well, it would be cool to hire an illustrator that yeah. would understand my purpose mm-hmm. and could not be stigmatizing and really understand what the topic and who the audience is. So I, I thought long and hard about this and, and the illustrations that are in the book. This was I love them. When the book, thank you. This is as the book was wrapping up, but I knew what kind of illustrator I wanted and the number of resumes. I mean, it was amazing the types of cartoonists that reached out to hmm. me when I had put this ad. So I really wanted that. And then lastly, I wanted a book that could be all inclusive, non-gender conforming, because I felt like since this is newer for all of us with the language that's used, where I could have not only illustrations that encompass all, but have a colleague that could go through the entire manuscript with all gender-affirming pronouns because I would not want anyone to feel left out or offended or isolated. So there was a lot I thought about, and this is how the birth of the eating disorder came about for me, let alone the title. I mean, everything was, as you can imagine, Robin, such a conversation piece and learning curve from titles Mm. to covers to psychology of color i mean all the different people that spent countless hours consulting with me so it was um a long long haul and that's how i decided to write my book i love it i love your story i love how you brought this to us i think that as i've had you know now that um it's been out for a while. I've been able to recommend it to many parents and parents who are really in need of not just the beginning of the education around when, whether it's a younger child or, or an adult child has an eating disorder, but also like later on um, when there may be some burnout on the part of the parent. And then your book came out, you know, for for many of these families. So I was able to recommend it to them and have them have these aha moments kind of later on. Um, I also love how you break down very specifically, I had mentioned this to you just a few minutes ago before we went on air, just, you know, setting the example and breaking down. This is um, more in the beginning of the book. Watch you know, when you're you're you speak here to the best tips you can offer to communicate messages effectively, once you know you have identified someone who needs help, watching your own body language, watching your words, um, avoiding self disclosure. I love this very short sentence: "Their body is not your business." I love that. Right. <laughs> it's, it's true. Such a, I such mean... a touch point. I think so often people don't know that or realize that and they'll say, well, it's my child. It is my business or it is my spouse. It is my business. There's just a lot of basic information that perhaps like 
someone like you in our field would say, well, this is obvious, but to the average person, it's not obvious. Mm -hmm. And I think understanding with boundaries as well. Well, and you even go into very specific examples of like comments, which I just, I love these few pages very much. Tell us about how, you know, what's been your journey with promoting this under, you know, for the last year plus, because it's, it's been tough to do that right now. Yes. Well, I actually raised my social media game, mm-hmm. Robin. You know, I was not big on social media before, but now I am mm-hmm. with all the <clears throat> platforms. And one of the ways that I've been doing it is, you know, I'm so appreciative when friends and colleagues not only write Amazon and Goodreads yes. reviews because I use those quotes, but also then if they take a photo with the book, right. then I can use their quotes and their photo, and that's how I've been promoting it. And for people that don't want to take the picture, I've gotten a lot of great pictures with dogs, <laughs> cats, yeah. and babies. I mean, I'm open to all of it because it's the way I can get the message out. And then I had, you know, pivoted and started my own podcast. I never wanted to create a podcast, but it just forced me to think outside the box of what I was willing to do and what I wanted to do. And sort of like the theme of this last year and the pandemic is, you know, being flexible. It's just forced me to be open to doing so many other things. I mean, I Still, I'm holding out for, like, the in-person book tour Mm, because since I mm self-published, I had 17 places all over the United States that I had planned, and I really was not open to the virtual book tour. And I've listened to some colleagues of ours that will say, like, save your money, so I'm glad I haven't done it. So between having Instagram Lives Mm -hmm. or doing a talk for an IADEP chapter, other places, I'm actually doing I mean, they're all zoom so i'm just going with it and whatever it is it is i'm kind of just going with it and i'm putting my efforts out there and if this is kind of what our new normal is then so be it i'll be doing virtual and it's just forced me to do things differently and i and i have so your and your instagram is robin goldberg rdn it's robin with a y goldberg rdn and then website is the is well you have two right but they both go yes. to the same place um, yes i have my private practice website which is askaboutfood.com mm-hmm. and i do have the book on there and then i have my podcast slash book website which is the eating com. so that website not only has you know the video and explanation of the book but then it shows who the guests are each week on my podcast and I give, you know, everything about the podcast there, too. What? I, I, well, I would think that, you know, you were speaking a few minutes ago to doing some of the IDEP chapter meetings. I would think that would be, like, an amazing platform, yes? Yeah. I mean, I've done a few. I, I've done, look, whoever invites me, I'm I'm more than happy to to speak. I mean, it's been, it's been great, especially seeing so many faces on one screen, because in Los Angeles, you know, we're back with the right. you know, mask in order. It's been very strict here, and it's just not not a good situation. So, 
really, I feel like the visibility is wonderful, of course, amongst our, you know, colleagues. But wherever it is to speak, I'm, I'm happy to. So, What we were just talking about, for folks that don't know, the International Association of Eating Disorder Professionals that you, you and I are both members of yeah. has their own group of different chapters in, in various states that meet. And so having you speak to those chapters and bring bring this message across, you know, all of the, the pieces in your book is awesome. Are there maybe two or three places that really jump out to you, things that you're more especially proud of with the book? It's a tough question. I mean, there's so much about the book I'm proud of, and mm. I really appreciate that question. I think one of the areas that I'm really proud of is, so there's four sections in in the book, and you were you know, speaking about the first section, which is just some basic statistics regarding eating disorders. And my, you know, second chapter is just the evaluation assessment process, the problems with BMI, other constructive, you know, tools that clinicians can use to evaluate someone as opposed to BMI and clarifying, you know, the, the problems with quote-unquote normal and, and really the role of the dietitian for mm-hmm. a registered dietitian to truly be an eating disorder training registered dietitian, what um, questions and screening tools would be necessary to implement. But I, I really feel like the last chapter in that section, chapter seven, mm-hmm. which is, I call it the medical section. And, and if, if you've noticed, Robin, every chapter, I try to have like a catchy, fun title and then just hit it hard yeah. with what the subject matter is. So chapter seven, which is so complex about all the organ systems in the body, how I really try to put it at such a basic, comprehensive level with uh, you know, acute picture and a fun title name and then just explain like basically how a person's body is falling apart. Yeah. So that that chapter, which was the hardest one with, I mean, they've all had so many revisions, but this one where I had so many eyes on that of change this, I mean, it was tough. Um, so that I would say is probably the chapter I'm most proud of. And I mean, I think there's sections in each chapter, each section that just warm my heart, but that one just because it was the most grueling mm-hmm. with well, it's such altering. It's such, so much information. You know, you really, yeah. but you've broken it down and explained things. I love the illustrations. I love how you call it Thank healing you. the broken heart. Um, yeah. You know, and you talk about, you named these things in ways that are understandable and how they're presenting with eating disorders, like brain drain, that yeah. gut feeling. Um loving your liver and you know you're talking about different pieces with our white blood cells our red blood cells the temperatures of our body how this affects our bones and then going through all the tests and explanations of different hormones so that it's it's just it's easy to understand it's so This makes it so easy for, as you have written right here on the cover, for loved ones. Yeah. 
Well, like as Adrian Ressler had, had said, he says, Robin, your, your book is like an easy-to-understand encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, yeah, and it reminds me of like an accelerated version of like, you know, I grew up with like Cliff Notes. There's called something else now. I don't remember what it is, but it reminds me of like a more comprehensive version of Cliff Notes. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that yeah. definition. So, and yeah. what I know we'll be talking in a, in a couple of weeks on your podcast. What, what's been, what's that been like for you? And because you said that was something that you didn't necessarily expect to do, but you are. And so how's that going? It's going very well. I thought again with the podcast, if I was going to do this podcast, I didn't want to have is what I would call the usual suspects, the same people in our field on the podcast over and over. I wanted to be able to have clinicians that are in our field that have a lot of valuable information, but I have a number of people that aren't in our field and have a lot of great messages to be heard. And so it's just been a nice blend of different people. It's going well. I mean, again, it's like anything, Robin, you have to put these things out there so people will know of it because there's so many podcasts, there's so many books, and I'm not quite sure, you know, how long I'll be doing the podcast for, Mm -hmm. but I'm enjoying it. I've had a lot of um, informative, fantastic conversations, and yeah, I mean, I I like that each episode is short. I've really tried to keep them 15 to 25 minutes because I know when there's podcasts that are an hour to an hour and a half, between not being able to have the time to listen to it all and listening in several segments, but you lose interest. So unless I'm on a road trip or a long car ride, I think this has been a a nice amount of time. Right, right. I love those. I love those amounts of time, too. It's like today with us. Yeah. Yeah. So Robin with a Y, I'm so grateful to you for spending the time today, you know, telling us what your process has been for the book, you know, your expectations. I will be writing my own Amazon review. That is absolutely sure. And just want to redirect folks again to theeatingdisordertrap.com and askaboutfood.com. And then lastly, your Instagram again, which is Robin. R-O-B-Y-N, Goldberg, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-G-R-D-N. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you for joining us for the NPRD podcast with Robin Kivit. We invite you to subscribe, download, rate and review us, and share this valuable podcast with friends and family. Help and hope is found here. For more, just go to robinkivit.com. That's R-O-B-Y-N, K-I-E-V-I-T dot com or check out the NPRD dot com. <laughs>